The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you once again talking everything Buffalo Bills. Bit of a bonus podcast for you this week. Had a few things on my mind and figured rather than wait till Wednesday, I've got some other things I wanted to talk with you all then. I figured I would just jump on and, and uh, share some thoughts with with everybody here and, and some thoughts around training camp. And with this, right, traditionally this time of year as you're coming into training camp, you're, you know, we're thinking about positional battles. We're talking about the depth chart. We're talking about rookies, some of those you know, those, those big question marks that, that would be out there. But, you know, really at this point, I think so much of it, right. It ties just more to, is there even going to be training camp and what is that going to look like? And the fact that there's way too many questions out there and it doesn't seem like enough answers. And, and really the piece that stood out to me with this, that that sort of prompted me to just jump on and and chat with y'all for just a few minutes this morning um, it was a, a a recent tweet that came from JJ Watt, and you know I look at this. I know I know some fans might feel differently about JJ Watt, the you know his performance and coming back and helping the Texans beat the Bills in the playoffs. But I always look at Watt as you know one of those guys. I will say he is one of my favorite players that is not a Buffalo Bill, right? And I think it's just for for everything that he does, the way that he plays on the field. Of course, he's dealt with a lot of injuries, but. Right. I mean, just a high motor player, highly productive, but also I think just for not just maybe him being a leader within his team, but I look at the work that he does off the field. I mean, it will always resonate with me, the work that Watt did um, to help those throughout Texas, the hurricanes that took place a couple of years ago. And just, uh, you know, it's always one of those guys that you look to and say, okay, here's here's one of the true leaders in the NFL. And, uh, and he's not a quarterback, right? I think many of those guys get placed on a pedestal. But for a defensive lineman, for what Watt has done as a player and what he's done off the field, um, I think he always brings a pretty good perspective. So, you know, it's not a member of the Bills weighing in here, but I think for us it ties into the entire NFL, which, of course, includes our team. But anyway, here's the tweet from, from Watt of what he had. He said, right, in the interest of having everyone on the same page in terms of what we know and don't know at this time. Here are a few things I've learned from our four NFLPA calls in the last two weeks with hundreds of other players. Keep in mind our rookies are scheduled to report in 48 hours. Right? So when you think of that part, right? Okay, it's like, yeah, you still got a little bit of time, but still plenty of questions that come about. So here's the rundown 
of what Watt had, right? Here's what we know and don't know. First bullet point, we want to play. Second, we want to be as safe as possible. We have not received a single valid IDER plan, that stands for Infectious Disease Emergency Response, from any team or the league. We don't know if there are preseason games or not. We don't know if there will be daily testing, semi-daily testing, etc. We don't know how a potential positive COVID test would affect contracts, roster spots, etc. Nothing has been agreed upon regarding what training camp will actually look like and how the ramp-up period will work. Finally, he writes, we want to play. And I say that right from a standpoint of, I think, you know, there are so many more questions than there are answers at this piece, at this time. And I say this, and like, maybe these things just haven't been communicated yet. I surely would hope that, right, when you think what's been taking place across the country over the last four months now, as it relates to COVID-19, that the league, that the teams would be working on these these questions. Now, I think for anyone, right, and, and you look back and you think to our own ignorance, my own ignorance, right, like of thinking to myself, okay, you know, March and April, come May, things will be, will be back on board. But, you know, here we are. We, we never really flatten the curve. There are certainly spikes taking place now in different parts of the country, right? You can look at New York and say, hey, things are okay here right now. But, you know, when you look at hot spots in Florida and Texas, California and others, you know, that's where some of these players live. It's not that everybody lives in Buffalo throughout the year. So you can just think like, hey, we're good. Um, you know, you, you think to yourself, okay, the NBA is going to their bubble model, what the NHL is doing, what others are trying to do. It seems like this is a bit of inevitable and that, yeah, there are going to be plenty of players testing positive for COVID, but then what happens in that type of a situation, right? So let's say if you are a defensive lineman, let's just say if you're Watt and, you know, you play in a game, you're on the line, you're, you know, different stunts lining up in different spots, engaging with different tackles, different pylons, all these different pieces that take place. And what happens if like the day after a game, someone like Watt or any defensive lineman, right, for for that sake, tests positive? Does everyone on his defensive line have to go into quarantine for two weeks? Does everyone on the offensive line that he was going against have to go on quarantine for two weeks? Um, what happens with all of those pieces? And, you know, you just, you say that because it's just, okay, we're, we're getting close and you can, you can modify training camp all you want, right? You can do small groups, you can do workouts, you can do your, you know, your meetings over Zoom as you've continued to do to limit those pieces. But when it comes to the physical nature of football and what that's going to look like, I think that is truly going to be, going to be the question there. Um, in many ways, right, you look at college athletics, you see, uh, at least with high school athletics, I think there's a lot of planning for modified schedules of taking place after the first of the year, at least with the target that, you know, that's when the uh, a vaccine hopefully will, will be in place and available for distribution. And maybe there can be some sort of a return to normalcy taking place here. But what I'm trying to say as you go forward with this, I think it's that piece where you talk about the anticipation, you see what the other leagues have done, but Watt really puts it out there. Like with all of these questions, where, where are the answers? And I think in a lot of ways too, you know, you're going to see players. We've seen comments in the past from 
Micah Hyde and Stephen Hauschka saying like, yeah, they're, they're not sure what their level of comfortability is. Now, these are two guys, right? They're established veterans in the NFL. Um, you would think based on their career earnings, right, that they could be in a position where, you know, maybe having to sit out a season or not to play, that they're in a position that they can be okay financially from that standpoint. But if you're a guy, you know, it's a roster hopeful, um, a rookie, an undrafted free agent, you know, those types of guys, like, are they in a position that they are putting their, you know, their health or their career above their health because, you know, this is their opportunity and this is their shot. And um, I think as you see this from the players, you just, you know, you, we all agree, right? Like we would, we would feel better if there was some sort of a plan in place. Now, Major League Baseball is getting started first, along with the NBA, as I mentioned before. It'll be interesting to see what they are able to do and what that looks like. Again, the NBA having their bubble that they'll be working out of down in Orlando, and I think that presents enough challenges in itself. Baseball with a limited schedule and limited travel, you know, you just look at all of these pieces and you think, okay, how can the NFL pull this off? And and with everything going on in the country, right, I don't want to make it sound like the NFL and football is more important than anything else. I mean, certainly, right, you joke with friends and you have conversations and you think like, God, just let there be football, right? I mean, that's certainly a selfish take as you go through with this piece because it's it's something you enjoy. You, I mean, you look forward to the start of the NFL season. I do each year, right? I mean, that's really the one, the one sport that I truly follow it at this time. I mean, I'm a much more um, casual NBA fan. Um, college basketball, I still love, but I mean, this is what I follow the most. But, you know, as you say that, it's just, uh, I think for many of us, and obviously that includes the players, when you see, you know, what Watt tweeted and, and others kind of sharing their their thoughts here, that it's just, uh, there's far more questions than answers right now. So it is going to be an interesting couple of weeks to see what comes about. I think whatever plan comes about, there is going to be met with scrutiny, right? You see the different things, even just, um, not even related to sports. You talk about our kids going back to school and different memes out there, right? Like it's kind of the same reaction of the go back to school plan, the school from home plan and whatever the hybrid model is that it's probably not going to make complete sense. And I think the same thing is going to happen with the NFL here. As you look at things that there's going to be plenty of question marks. I think there will be plenty of modification. And personally, I would not be surprised if the start of the season were delayed even potentially the start of training camp and things push back, right? I mean, I think we talked about this early on and we thought to ourselves, okay, what if you started training camp in September and your NFL season went through the middle of March, right? I mean, could you do that realistically? Um, I, I don't know, right? I think as you you look at things, I mean, I can pull up a calendar and look at dates, but I think when you've got a situation like this and how quickly it's moving um, kind of the demand that takes place from from fans, and, and not that fan demand should be something that that drives the uh, the safety of, of individuals, right? But when you you look at this, and to Watt's point, right, the players want to play. Um, everybody kind of wants it to happen, and that the players want to play, the fans want to watch. Um, obviously, the owners, <laughs> the TV networks, right. This is something that. Um, that they all have, I guess, something to gain when we talk about the financials or the personal enjoyment with it. But it's just, uh, it's going to be interesting if there's a way that they can do this safely 
because I don't think they want to be in a situation. Well, I mean, heck, you look at where the NBA is right now. I, I still kind of question a little bit why they're coming back to finish a season that is uh, that was put on pause four months ago and what they're doing versus just scrapping things and, and trying to pick things back up in you know, late September, October, when the 2020 season would traditionally get started. But anyway, listen, I've been rambling enough here this morning with you. I had some thoughts. I was thinking about that Watt tweet, and it was like, you know what? Rather than just have this rambling through my head, let me reach out to you all and just to put together a few minutes on the podcast to share with you. So always appreciate you guys tuning in, checking things out. I'll be back with you, the regularly scheduled podcast on Wednesday, um, talk about some bold predictions for the upcoming season, hopefully if we have one. But, you know, I think a lot of times when we do this too, you, you know, you try to stay focused on the football and the fun side of things because that's um, that's why we listen. That's why we follow and that's why we watch. So thanks again for tuning in. I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great weekend. And as always, go Bills.